Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Hold On to Your Kids. Many parents are often trapped in deep anxiety when faced with issues around their children's growth. As children grow older, they talk back more easily and lose their temper more often. Parents can even find themselves unable to communicate with their children as they purposefully do things against their parents' will. The obedience and intimacy from childhood now sees itself gone and has been replaced by rebellion and alienation. Parents may try all kinds of methods to respond, but in vain. They become more and more exhausted when it increasingly becomes hard to educate their children. Parents think they know their children well, but when something wrong happens, they come to regard their children as strangers who cannot be understood. You must be wondering what is happening to children? Hold on to your kids will discuss this issue with you. The book begins with an analysis of the relationship problems hidden behind children's behaviors by revealing their internal desires for emotional attachment. The authors believe that the attachment between parents and children is the foundation of family education. When children's hearts are ignored and not acknowledged by parents, they gradually become estranged from parents, which results in the weakening or breaking in parent-child relationships. Terrible parent-child relationships cause children to transfer their attachment needs from parents to peers. They might even be misguided by immature peers. At the same time, this transfer of attachment also makes children instinctively fight with their parents, making parenting more difficult. So what can we do to get children to respond to proper parenting and help them grow up healthily? This bookie will give you some advice on building an intimate relationship with your children and choosing an appropriate parenting style. We hope this will help you solve the puzzle of parent-child relationships. This book was co-authored by Gordon Newfeld and Gabor Mate. Dr. Newfeld is a Canadian child developmental psychologist. He has devoted himself to studying the development of children and teenagers. He is also a leading international expert in child development with over 40 years of research experience and achievements. He is skilled at viewing the essence of phenomena and seeking simple behavioral laws from complicated behaviors. Mate is a best-selling author whose books have been translated into 25 languages and have become huge hits around the world. Now we will cover this book in three parts. Part 1. Why is Parenting Difficult? Part 2. How does the alienation of parent-child relationships affect children? Part 3. How to build an intimate parent-child relationship Newfeld points out that the act of parents neglecting parent-child relationships is hidden behind children's intractable behavioral problems. When children are close to their parents, they trust their parents, open up their hearts, and feel satisfied and safe about the world. However, when the relationship suffers as children cannot gain the right response and understanding from their parents, they are quick to rebel and fight. If parents only care about their children's performances and grades, such as having conflicts with their children over studying, the parent-child relationship will inevitably get worse. Imagine a scene in which a 12-year-old boy named Jeremy who did not finish his homework by 8 p.m. Though his father reminded him to do so several times, 
He still decided to chat with his friends on the computer and ignored his father's words. Jeremy's father then became very angry and asked him to do his homework immediately, but Jeremy shouted at him, Stop bugging me. Soon, they began to argue with each other louder and louder. Finally, Jeremy yelled at his father, You don't understand anything. Then slammed his door. This scene might be familiar to many parents. Throughout the years, children become reluctant to communicate with their parents and dislike them talking to them too much. Parents become upset and helpless because of their children's indifference and hostility. Conversely, children are happy with their peers and can chat with them day and night. As such, parents might think that this is because their children have grown older and that this is normal in the process of growing up. They have not realized that there is something wrong with a parent-child relationship, and that their children are not attached to them any longer. Many parents may ask themselves the following, We gave birth to them and raised them, so why are they not attached to us? In fact, children need more than merely being raised by their parents. They desire to be seen and responded to. When parents see and understand their children, they confirm their existence. In the example of Jeremy, when he said you don't understand anything, he actually meant you don't see my true feelings, you don't understand anything. Human development psychologists call the foundation of parenting the attachment relationship. After children are born, they are instinctively attached to their parents. With the company of parents, such attachment gradually becomes a kind of emotional closeness. Children subconsciously believe that their parents have the ability to take care of them, and that it is good to get close to their parents and create a bond with them. But it is not easy to sustain this relationship. Attachment relationships are unstable like other social relations. Attachment however is the foundation of all social relationships. If there is something wrong with it, all kinds of relationships in children's lives will be in trouble. When a family lacks attachment, it cannot be called a family. If parents do not properly sustain this attachment relationship and their children don't feel that they are seen by parents, then the parent-child relationship will be deeply influenced. In spite of the lack of the attachment relationship in the family, children's desires for intimacy will not disappear. As a result, they subconsciously begin to seek new attachment relationships. When choosing the form of attachment, children do not carefully think about whether the person is worth being attached to. They choose impulsively such as peers who play with them in order to find a sense of presence. In the book, the author shows that if a mother duck is absent when a duckling is born, how it will become attached to the closest moving object, which is called the imprinting effect. Whether it is a human, a dog, a bike, or something else, the duckling will attach itself to it as if it is its mother. Neufeld's bantam rooster even imprinted onto a Harley-Davidson motorbike. People are just like animals. For example, a 14-year-old girl named Cynthia had a rude attitude with her parents ever since last year. She was secretive to her parents and did not allow them to ask about her life. She was reluctant to stay with her family and was irritable during mealtime. The only time that her mother could spend with her was when shopping for clothes. She always showed a poker face with her parents, yet she was excited with friends, and they often chatted for a long time. Due to this, Cynthia's parents were confused and worried. Was this still their Cynthia? 
they asked themselves. This example shows how Cynthia was too attached to her peers and how her peer relationship threatened the relationship within her family. Newfeld believed that peer relationships might compete with parent-child relationships and replace the original attachment relationships, which becomes an obstacle to a healthy parenting relationship. This kind of relationship is similar to a type of emotional affair on the child's part. If the child has a strong orientation toward their peers, the competition and conflict between this relationship and the original relationship will also get stronger. So, you may ask whether children can create attachment relationships with both their parents and peers. Of course, they can. Making friends develops children's social skills that are indispensable in their growth, but only if these relationships do not completely replace the parent-child relationship. When getting along with peers, children may be trapped in an inner conflict if the messages and values of their peers contradict with that of their parents. For example, parents might say, study hard and don't play video games, while peers say, it's such a shame you can't even play games. Parents might say, listen to your teachers, don't skip classes, while peers may say, you're such a coward, you won't even dare skip class. As time passes, once their peers' influence becomes greater than that of parents, children may become alienated from them and reject their parents' guidance. Dufeld uses peer orientation to refer to the phenomenon of children who are not sufficiently attached to their parents and concentrate on peer relationships. Children with peer orientation tend to imitate peers' behaviors and have similar preferences and values to that of their peers. Sometimes they even suppress their own instincts to gain their peers' favor. However, they do not realize that their peers are immature and cannot replace their parents when it comes to proper guidance. It is like the blind leading the blind. Although they are lost, they do not know it at all. If parents cannot be aware of their children's lack of attachment and remedy it in time, their children will be at risk of peer orientation. Children need the right guidance which can only be given by parents instead of underage peers, as it is only parents that can take responsibility for their children. Because of this responsibility that parents have, they also have the right of parenting. So, were parents born with the right of parenting? Neufeld says that parenting is a right that children give their parents. Children are not willing to accept parenting only because parents give birth to and raise them. The right referred to here is that of children's acceptance of their parents' role and parenting authority, rather than that of force or coercion. So you can see that the right to parent is not in parents' nature. The book refers to another example. It shows Sean, a nine-year-old boy who had a little sister. In the past, his family was sweet and happy. Later on, Sean's parents got divorced after their relationship started to fall apart. To protect their children, both parents decided not to get remarried. However, after the parents' divorce, Sean became a total different person. He became rebellious and began beating his sister. Sean's parents tried different ways of educating him. They even practiced corporal punishment, but none of it worked. From the example of Sean, we can see that Sean's parents were losing their right to parent. It is written in the book that three elements are necessary for parenting to come into effect, a dependent being in need of being taken care of, an adult willing to assume responsibility, and a good working attachment from the child to the adult. 
the most important one is a good working attachment from the child to the adult. Many parents think that it is enough for them to earn a living and perform their parenting duties, but they often neglect the most important attachment relationships. For example, although Sean's parents did not rebuild a family to protect Sean, the broken relationship made them have little time to take good care of Sean's emotional needs. As a result, the attachment relationship between parents and the child got broken, and the parents lost Sean's acceptance. Children's deep attachment to their parents is the foundation of their trust in them and willingness to follow their parenting. In such a parent-child relationship, parenting can be practiced easily and naturally without any blame, punishment, or force. Once lacking the attachment, parents and children may not see or recognize each other. Children do not accept their parents, and parents become impatient with their children. In this case, parents lose the right to parent, and it becomes impossible to discipline their children. Alright, that's all for the first part. In short, it is a terrible parent-child relationship that lies behind children's intractable behavioral problems. When children's inner desires cannot gain parents' understanding and acknowledgement, the attachment relationship gradually starts to break down. Second, we talked about peer relationships competing with parent-child relationships, which can prevent children from following their parents' discipline. In the end, we discussed that parenting is a right that children give to their parents. When children are not attached to their parents any longer, the parents will lose their right to parent. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now. Dir hat dieser Podcast gefallen? Dann klicke jetzt auf Abonnieren und empfehle ihn weiter. Bleib immer auf dem Laufenden und folge uns bei Twitter, Instagram und Facebook. Mehr Podcasts findest du auf meinpodcast.de.